toys and games, technology too. It's Marcus talking nerdy to you. Some other musical stuff. VR is doing pretty well. Uh, last year, Sony said that they've sold 5 million PSVR units. Steam VR has 2 million active monthly users. And Facebook has sold 3 to 8, which is kind of an odd estimation, but they've sold 3 to 8 million Quest 2s. As I mentioned last time, there's lots of players in the game, lots of people making headsets. The Valve Index has come out that I mentioned last time. HTC's come out with many different versions of the Vive. It's a little confusing, honestly. I mentioned the Quest 2, which has just taken the VR world by storm. Not surprisingly, I mean, it's the first big untethered device that can actually have some parity with PC. On the AR side, there's the HoloLens 2, the Magic Leap 2, which might be coming out, and the Unreal Light, which looks pretty interesting. Most people imagine AR as just these, you know, the simple glasses that you put on, and that's actually what the Unreal Light is. And there may be a newcomer joining in, and that's Apple. There's been a lot of leaks in the last year or two about Apple creating their own AR and or VR device. The current rumors is that it's they were supposed to announce it this year, but it has been delayed until next year. On the software side, there's been some really heavy hitters. Boneworks, Half-Life Alex, like I mentioned, and I believe I mentioned that in the 2020 episode. Medal of Honor, Beat Saber, of course, Walking Dead. Elite Dangerous had its planetary update. For you Star Wars nerds out there, there's Vader Immortal, Star Wars Squadrons, Tales from Galaxy's Edge. Population 1, which is a Battle Royale game. Uh, Alvo has finally come out for PSVR. And one that's near and dear to my heart is Doom 3 VR, which is quite an old game, but it's it's great that it's come out on VR because John Carmack, who now works for Oculus, his initial tech demo for when he was trying to work in VR and, and prototype things, he made a sort of rough port of Doom 3. So it's kind of cool to see that actually fully realized. And there's another thing called Spatial, which got a lot of attention, especially last year, with all the work from home and, and remote meetings and everything. So first of all, it connects on multiple platforms. You can even use a smartphone or just a, a laptop with a webcam. You can use VR and even AR to physically put yourself in a space and actually move around it and see the other people who've also had their faces scanned and they have, you know, hand tracking and things like that. You can collaborate and bring in pictures and videos and 3D models and actually like, you know, write on a whiteboard virtually. And it gives you a little bit more of a human touch than just staring at somebody on a, on a Zoom call, you know. And upcoming releases that are pretty exciting. Fract for PSVR looks pretty good. Uh, Lone Echo 2, I Expect You to Die 2, Green Hell, and uh, Resident Evil 4. A lot of, I know a lot of people are looking forward to. And speaking of Resident Evil 4, that is a Quest exclusive. And Oculus, which means Facebook, have just been buying up developers left and right, which I see as a good and a bad thing. Exclusives in a already... I don't know if you can call it a niche market anymore, but that that definitely hurts, especially when it's on a very closed platform such as Oculus. And I think you guys already know how I feel about that. But at the same time, it's good to have big money backing these things because it's debatable whether or not they would get made or at least made the same way without the money. 
But if it brings more people in, then so be it. On the hardware side, again, on the hardware side, there's lots of third parties coming up with things. I kind of glossed over it the last time, but companies like VR Cover, which make all kinds of accessories, different straps and and different uh, face pieces for, for all the different headsets. There's a company called Tactical Hactics, which makes this really cool thing called the Saber Grip, which gives you actual tactile feedback on your controllers. Imagine like having a realistic recoil when you shoot a gun or feeling real tension from when you're, when you're pulling something apart. It has weight to it, simulated weight. And a big one that I've been looking at is lots of companies are trying to work on locomotion, which is the movement in VR, as opposed to just pushing on a stick. Because you can have room scale where you physically walk around using your legs, but you have to have a big space for that. These enthusiasts are trying to work on a solution that lets you walk around without actually moving around in the space. So you might have seen things like the Infinideck, if you've seen uh, Ready Player One. It's been, the movement in that movie is based off of the Infinideck. There's the Virtuix Omni one. There's the Catwalk C, the Ecto one, which is interesting. That's actually like a pair of shoes that you wear outside of your shoes that counteract your motion. A really promising one is called the Silver Cord. That one's pretty cool because not only can you crouch and jump and everything, but like I've seen people actually like kind of swimming, doing a swimming motion from it in place. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy. That's the current state. Now, as far as the future, like I said, Facebook is buying VR devs all over the place because they want to build a big library of exclusives. Facebook's going the Microsoft route. They bought the devs that make Beat Saber, Population One, Lone Echo. And like I said, Apple might be joining in the fray, which is pretty exciting because that will bring a lot of people in, despite what I'm sure is going to be an exorbitant amount for their headset. But at the same time, Apple is... Apple makes some really good chips, and if they can make something to beat the Quest as far as quality goes, that would make for a really interesting really interesting dynamic for VR. I'm also curious what Valve is going to be coming up with, because they've been quiet for a while. And Sony is coming out with a PSVR 2 for PS5. They haven't shown off the headset yet, but they have shown off the controllers. And based on my usage of the new DualSense controller for the PS5, which I mentioned in my PS5 review. They can do some pretty cool things with that. I'm excited for that. I'm curious to see if the headset will be wireless or tethered or maybe both. Oculus Connect is coming up in September, I believe. So we'll have to see what kind of things they announce there. But it's pretty exciting. I'm glad that VR still has a lot of traction and it's the future's still looking pretty good. Movies and games, technology too. Some other musical stuff. Do you enjoy the show and want to help it grow? Don't hesitate. Like, share, and donate. So I finally got my hands on a PC headset. I got the HP Reverb G2. The visual clarity is ridiculous, especially compared to the PSVR. It's it's so clear that I have no trouble navigating my desktop and web browsers and everything with it text is really legible. It's kind of funny how it exposes the low resolution that that many 360 or 180 videos are filmed at. Obviously, the tracking isn't as good as Lighthouse, but I'm really happy with it. Even just to pack in the lab with Steam VR is really good. Uh, I've been playing Budget Cuts, which is hilarious, and I love the the change of scale that that game has and the teleporting mechanics. I got Creed, which is a really good exercising game. 
Star Wars Squadrons is redonkulous in VR. I bought so many VR games, I haven't even really cracked into half of them. I've I've put off doing Half-Life Alex until I do everything else because I know it's just going to kind of be on another level from everything else. Uh, one thing I was really surprised by is Google Earth VR. It doesn't sound particularly exciting, especially compared to some of the other things that you can play. But Drew and I talked about the overview effect in our space rant. It's hard for me to put into words. It, it's kind of too much for the mind to handle being able to see in real time the scale of the Earth and going from street level, looking at a frozen moment in time in 3D all around you, and then zooming out to see the entire world. That's pretty nuts. And then, of course, you can fly around the Earth like Superman. So if anybody's got a VR headset, do yourself a favor and, and try it out. 